Hey, I'm Casey Stone, and I am a lover and an encourager of people. Come on, that's you. I know this faith message is going to help you today. Thank you so much for joining me. Hey, family. I'm Casey Stone. Man, I see you jumping on, and I'm so grateful for you doing that. Thank you for being with me here today. Hope you had a great lunch. (laughs) I know I did. Uh, Will you do me a quick favor? From whatever platform you're watching on right now, will you share this with your family and friends? Let's get other people involved in what we're doing every single week and growing in the word together. Amen. Growing in the word of God together. This is so good. You know, the word of God says that wisdom is the best thing you can get in your life. Wisdom is the best thing you can do for yourself in your life. And so that's what we do here every single week. Thank you again for joining me. Uh, If you wouldn't mind, please click the subscribe button right now. Just do it really quick. Click the subscribe button. We have almost 6,000 subscribers, literally from all over the world, and we want you to join us. We We want to know who's watching. We want to know who's with us every single week. Amen. I have a big goal. By the end of this year, I would love to have 10,000 subscribers. Come on, can we kick the devil in the face with that? (laughs) Help us get 10,000 subscribers, reaching more people with the kingdom work, the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you again for doing that. Uh, As always, if you have any prayer requests, be sure to leave them in the comment section. I read them. I pray over you. I pray with you and over you. Uh, And if you don't want to leave them in the comment section, you can always email them to me at info at stoneministries.online, and I will get those and pray with you. Thank you again so much. And maybe these podcasts are ministering to you, like I know they are, (laughs) and you want to donate financially into this ministry, we want to give you that opportunity. You can find the link to give in the description of this video, or you can simply uh, mail your donation in to the P.O. box on your screen right now. Thank you so much in advance for that. I want to look today with you at Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 20. Can we get into the word? Can we dissect this just a little bit? Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20. Be sure that you're making some notes so you can go back and review them and, and um, just spend time with the Lord over these notes yourself. Uh, Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 20. Unless you're driving right now. <laughs> Don't do it while you're driving. But Ephesians 3, verse 20 says, Now unto him, that is God, now unto him who is able Now unto him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, say abundantly, above all we could ask or think, according to the power, say power, according to the power that's working in us. Now unto him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we could ask or think, according to the power that's working in us. The very first thing that we see in this passage of scripture, the very first thing is God is able. That should never be a question in our thoughts, should never be a question in our hearts, should never be an uh, an opposite opinion that comes out of our mouth other than God is able. He is able. Another translation says he is well able to do exceedingly abundantly. Amen? God is able. We have to make that our first and foremost, our first thought in our mind over every situation, God's able. There's no lack in God. There's no deficiency. He is well able. What is he able to do? Exceedingly, abundantly. And I love this word abundantly. This is so powerful. This word abundantly in the Greek is phariso. And it means an excessive, (laughs) an excessive or a violent 
abundance. Excessive or a violent abundance. God's able to be violent about the abundance he gets to you. <laughs> no, I told our church Sunday, this doesn't mean that God's going to slap you across the face with $1,000. <laughs> no, this just means that God is going to do whatever it takes to get this to you. God's going to do whatever it takes to get abundance to you. He's going to knock down any wall that it takes to get the abundance to you. He's going to stop any assignment that it takes to get to you. He's going to, to uh, cancel out and destroy any lie that's been made against you that's going to stop this abundance from getting to you. Amen. No matter what the cost, God's mission is to get abundance into your life. Woo, that's powerful. Come on, that was worth tuning in just for that by itself. God is able to get, to get abundance to you violently. Knock down anything that's standing in the way. Stop any lack that's trying to get in between you and God's abundance. Amen. So good. So good. This says God's able to do exceedingly abundantly violently. <laughs> Above all that we could ask or think. Ask or think. I know that I make you say a lot of words, but it's just to get it in your mind. Will you say think? Say think. Above all we could ask or think. The Greek definition here for this word simply means to exercise your mind. To exercise your mind. God's able if we exercise our mind. Amen. God's able if we exercise our mind. Why is it important to exercise our minds? Why is it important for us as believers to continue to exercise our mind? See, the Apostle Paul had this uh, same thought in Ephesians chapter 1. If you'll remember from a previous podcast, we discussed this at length, but I'll just touch on it briefly. The Apostle Paul in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 17 and 18 he was praying over the church. Now listen, he was praying over the church for the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of Christ to be upon them and that the eyes of their understanding would be enlightened. He was praying the spirit of wisdom and revelation, declaring over them the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of Christ. Why? Because the Bible says in verse 15 of Ephesians 1 that they had just come into faith. They're in faith. And Paul recognized it and he said, okay, all right, now you're in faith, you're believing, you're in faith. Now it's crucial that the eyes of your understanding be enlightened. Now it's crucial that the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of Christ come upon you. It's crucial that you exercise your mind. It's crucial that you exercise your mind. Why? Because most of the ways, all the ways I would venture to say, all of the ways that the kingdom of heaven operates, the kingdom of God operates, is vastly different than the kingdom of the earth, right? The kingdom of darkness, the kingdom, that, the natural realm. It, it's vastly different than the way that we're taught to operate in, in the natural realm. See, it doesn't make sense that when we are running low on finances or running low on provision that we sow seed to get a harvest back. It doesn't make sense in the, in the natural realm. Right? So we have to exercise our mind to get to that place. Come on. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense that, that the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead is living in you in the natural realm. It doesn't make sense. So we have to exercise our mind to get to that place. Amen. It doesn't make sense. You probably, maybe you've never heard this before today, that, that God is violently getting abundance to you. It doesn't make sense in the natural realm. Other denominational uh, ministries do not teach that. But that's exactly what the word of God says. 
So our minds have to be exercised to get to that place. Are you with me? Amen. Our minds have to be exercised because the way the kingdom operates doesn't make sense in the natural realm. It just doesn't make sense. Above all we ask or think. Above all that we ask or exercise our mind to. Above all that we, above all the place that we exercise our mind to be. How big can you believe? Can I ask that question today? How big can you believe God? How big? I'm not talking about little stuff. I'm talking about big stuff. I heard someone say one time that, um, that in their time with God, in their prayer time, God told them, ask me for something that makes me look like God. That's a bold statement. <laughs> ask me for something that makes me look like God. Don't ask me for something that you can do on your own. Come on, exercise our mind to a place that we can believe God that he's completed something that we could never possibly do on our own. Amen. Amen. And the reason is because the reason that we have to exercise our mind, not only is, uh, uh, is it because it doesn't make sense in the natural realm, but also because the second, I know that you, maybe you've even felt this, the second that we start talking about the possibilities in the spirit realm or the possibilities because of how big God is, carnality sets in. Carnal thinking sets in. Well, it shouldn't be about that. That's not, it's not about that. That's just one of the benefits <laughs> that we have serving the God that we serve. Amen. We don't serve a puny God. We serve a big God, a creative God, a God that is looking to violently bless your life. But we have to exercise our mind, get past that carnality, get past the carnal mind, get past the carnal thinking, and get into the spirit realm, get into the spirit way of thinking. See, Paul recognized this, and he warned him. He said, now listen, you're in faith in Ephesians chapter 115, you're in faith, but I need you to exercise your mind because the, 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 the more you get in faith and the bigger you begin to believe, the harder it is to get past the carnal mind. Amen. 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 Don't let other people's way of thinking determine your faith level today. Come on. Believe God big. Believe God big. We have to exercise our mind and get to a place where we can believe. Amen. What happens to the uh, to muscles when we are exercising? Anybody work out lately? I haven't. <laughs> I did work out before, though, and I will tell you one, one thing that happened whenever I was working out. I did it for like a week, and it was there was places of my body that was so uncomfortable. I, I don't even know what this thing is right here. I don't even know what that is, but it was so sore and it was uncomfortable. Why? Because it was getting to a place that it hadn't been before. Can I remind you today, just take encouragement in this because I promise this is going to help you. It's not pain. It's just uncomfort. It's a stretching. It's a stretching. And faith stretches you. There's nothing wrong with that. Faith stretches you and it places you in positions that you may be uncomfortable. Why? Because you've not been there before. Exercising your mind is going to take you and elevate you to a place uh, and a position and, a, and, and even holding a certain posture that maybe you've never held before. And that's going to be uncomfortable. But allow it to stretch you and watch what God does. Watch how God honors that today. We can, we can exercise our mind and get to a place that is uncomfortable so that we can be in place of faith. Exercising our mind to a place that we've never been before. Amen. Amen. But what happens is you get 
comfortable there. You get comfortable there and then you elevate to even higher levels. You elevate to even higher levels of believing God. Don't back out. Don't back out. Don't stop exercising your mind because it gets uncomfortable. Don't lose out on all that God has for you because it's a place of, of uncomfort. Don't do that because the more you grow, the more it will be, the more your mind and your spirit will agree. And then you're going, it doesn't seem odd anymore. Then it doesn't seem uncomfortable anymore. It becomes the normal. It becomes your normalcy. It becomes just the way that you do life. Amen. Amen. The way it's supposed to be. So he's able, he's able in Ephesians 3.20, God's able, amen. Very first thing, he's completely able. Don't ever let that thought uh, have any other um, uh, way of thinking. Just he's able, period, to do exceedingly violently abundantly above all that we could ask or to the above the place that we grow our mind to according to, now here it is, according to the power that's working in us. According to the power that's working in us is what this says. Now this goes again, it goes back to Ephesians chapter one. Let's look at verse 19 and 20. Ephesians chapter one, verse 19 and 20. It says this, this is the exceeding greatness of his power. Now this power that it's talking about in Ephesians uh, 3.20 and in Ephesians chapter one, uh, verse uh, 19 and 20, the power is the power of miracles and wealth. The power of miracles and wealth. <laughs> well, I guess it would have to be a power of miracles to raise Jesus from the dead, amen. But it adds on wealth, the power of miracles and wealth. The power of miracles and wealth wealth. This is, the, this is the exceeding greatness of his power of miracles and wealth toward us who believe. Who what? Believe. See, there's the exercising of the mind again. There's the exercising of the mind. Will you just type believe in the comment section right now? Just type believe. Stay with me. This is so good. According to the working of his mighty power, again, miracles and wealth, According to the power which he worked in Christ Jesus when he raised him from the dead. What was working in Christ Jesus to raise him from the dead? The Spirit. The Spirit. The Spirit of God was working in Christ Jesus to raise him from the dead. See, the Spirit, according to Ephesians 1, the Spirit works by the power. The spirit works by the power. Amen. See, power and spirit go hand in hand. You, you, you don't have one without the other. The power of miracles and wealth is worked by the spirit. The spirit works by the power of miracles and wealth. Amen. They go hand in hand. And we know from Romans chapter 8 and verse 11 that that same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead is now taking up a dwelling place on the inside of you. Amen. The Spirit of God is living on the inside of you. And if the Spirit works by the power and the Spirit is working in you, then guess what else is working in you? The power! <laughs> the power of miracles and wealth. This is so good. Is this making sense to you? Man, this is so powerful. That same power working in you that Ephesians 3.20 is talking about is the power of miracles and wealth that we see in Ephesians chapter 1. 
See, this is no accident. God, God has, has, has twined all of this together, brought it all together, sewn it together, amen, and put it inside of you. The spirit and power are at work inside of you. This does not say, this says that this says abundance comes from the power that's working in you, not by the good works that you do. Amen. See, people teach this wrong, and if you've been taught wrong your whole life, I'm setting you free today from the word of truth. Amen. The truth of God's word is going to make you free in Jesus' name. This has nothing to do with your works. The power that's working in you is what's causing the abundance from God. It has nothing to do with how good you are. It has nothing to do with how much you pray in the spirit. It has nothing to do with how benevolent you are to other people. It has nothing to do with how much you read the word of God. I mean, all of these things are necessary. All of these things are good in our faith walk, but it's not the reason that the abundance comes into your life. Can I tell you that? Amen. I hear you. Amen. Amen. Preach. Right. This is this is this is the, the abundance that's coming into your life because of the power that's already at work in you by the spirit that lives in you. Same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead is working with power inside of you. You have the ability right now to receive abundantly from God, not because of what you do. Come on. Not because of what you don't do. Come on. But because of the power that's already working in you, you have access to God's abundance just as much now as you ever have, or you ever will. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. It's not about you. It's about his completed work. If God doing exceedingly abundantly in your life is based on your works, then we would have to say that salvation is based on your works. And we know that that's not the case. Amen. Salvation, that the spirit raising Jesus from the dead. That's what we believe. That, that's what causes salvation. That's what causes the uh, believing that. That's what, that's what uh, bring, salvation is what brings that spirit and power into you. Amen. So if, uh, if we have to say that if, you're, if you've been taught and you believe that the, the abundance that comes into your life is because of your good works and not by just believing, then we would have to say that salvation that comes into your life is by your good works and not believing. You see that. You see that. This is the same spirit, the same power that's working, causing salvation, and that's working, causing abundance. Woo, this is so good. It's not about you. It's about the love of the Father for you and in you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Salvation comes by believing and this abundance comes by believing, exercising your mind, getting to a place that you can believe God for what he's already promised you. Believe God in the completed work of Jesus. All the abundance, all the provision, all of the necessities that you need for life are already at your uh, access. You already have access freely to them. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Our part of Ephesians chapter three and verse 20 is exercising our mind to believe in what we ask God for. Amen. To believe in what we ask God for. How big are you believing today? How big are you believing? Maybe you want someone to stand in faith with you in your believing, in your faith, in, in, the, in the place that you've exercised your mind to. Drop in the comment section what you're believing for and you, you'll have people all over the world believing with you. I'll be believing with you and everybody that's watching will be in agreement with you. Just drop it in the comment section. How big are you believing God? How big are you believing God today? Amen, are you ready to exercise your mind? Are you ready to exercise your mind? Start now. Start doing it now. Get in the word of God. That's how faith 
comes. The word comes there in the original text um, in uh, Romans 10, 17, that the word comes there is bringing it from the inside to the outside, making it manifest. Amen. That's how you gain wisdom. That's how you increase faith. That's how you um, uh, exercise your mind to believe God for what he's already promised. Amen. You've got this. I know you do. I know you've got this. Come on, you're with me today. I know that you've got this and I'm so proud of you. I promise you, you're not alone. I love you so much. I promise, yes, you. And I'll see you next week. God bless you.